What is up, chat matters? We're here back again for another episode. Um, today we have a very interesting topic, and um, I wanted to. Uh, Aman and me couldn't have a. We couldn't meet together to film one today, but I was gonna film this solo one about shadowing. And I know a lot of you guys are aspiring physicians or aspiring healthcare workers, and shadowing is a very critical thing to get your. Um, feet wet technically so uh, see how the field is and get an understanding of what you're going to get into yourself involved in having shadowed over 80 hours or 100 hours virtually and uh, about 60 hours in person I have my fair share of experiencing how to go through this process and how to find doctors to shadow for example I've shadowed a family physician and an orthopedic surgeon so I want to keep this really uh, quick and simple because I don't want to go on and on. I want this to be a really quick resource for you guys to understand what to do and what the process is like. So for virtual shadowing, if you want to first see how how the field is and get some very little experience, of course, I recommend in-person shadowing, especially when you're applying to programs that are very competitive in medical schools because I'm not saying that virtual isn't bad or anything it's just you really want to get that in-person experience to make sure that this is the right for a field for you but first if you want to start with a uh, virtual shadowing go ahead there's something called virtual shadowing online that i've done over over 80 or 100 hours in it's uh there's many other organizations that just came out recently too but there's one big one and if you just search up virtual shadowing it'll come up automatically and you, they have sessions every two i think tuesdays and thursdays i'm not 100 percent sure or every just tuesdays and they're two hours long and if you just have to do a quick simple quiz and then you get the two hours of virtual shadowing and they're uh, accredited right so basically you sh- could be uh you easily can get virtual shadowing hours and they arrange multiple doctors to come in they have ob-gyn doctors orthopedic surgeons uh, family physicians trauma surgeons the list keeps going on and also the pas nurse practitioners uh emts paramedics it keeps going on and on so it has a great array of uh, healthcare workers to get your uh, get that experience in. And again, if you're becoming a physician, you don't need to shadow just a physician. You can shadow a nurse. You can shadow a PA. You can do multiple things. It's not nothing wrong with seeing other other practices in the medical system and the healthcare system. You know, so it's very good to just get that overall experience. Now, into the harder stuff is the in-person shadowing. I'll be honest. I got my first shadowing gig during COVID and it was really difficult and especially when you're 16 years old and very young, it's going to be hard to get those experiences that most of you are probably in high school and trying to apply to these programs um, and you want to get some experience before you commit your life uh, time to medicine, right? So this is what I did and this goes in for anybody. It's cold call and cold email. You just make a sample document online for the email saying, they're blah, 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 doctor, blah, blah, blah. Uh, my name is Ryan Singh. I would love to shadow you. Um, and I want to get to know more. Explain your background, why you're interested in medicine. And say, I would love to get know, know more about the field of orthopedic surgery, family medicine, whatever the doctor specializes in. Uh, always attach a resume. That's the number one rule. Because... It's kind of a, it's not to, like, they're not going to ask for it, but it's kind of suggested like an informal way, like, hey, here's my resume. 
just check it out and if you think i'm actable because they want to see you kind of like have some prior experience that's why i say do virtual shadowing first so they're like okay yeah they do know what the shadowing is and they know the proper procedure and the um the rules of it like there's not that much stuff you do as a shadower you just observe but also there is a etiquette you have to dress nice you have to act nice you can't give patient advice because you're not a doctor right or medical um practitioner right so so i will um i would cold email sometimes cold emailing doesn't work you're gonna send over hundreds of emails and you're not gonna get a single response but that's the that's the that's the process of it i've called over a hundred and emailed over a hundred doctors around there there less and a lot of them did not respond that's why i only had two shadowing gigs but yet again even though it's a long and uh process you're gonna get a response and another thing is cold calling be like hey it's usually the doctor doesn't pick up because they don't have a direct line to the doctor. It's usually the assistant, the nurse, whoever, the register, whoever's uh, in the front. You'd be like, hey, my name is Ryan Singh. I'm very interested. Always have a name of the doctor. Do not go clueless. Uh, I want to know if you're able, if you, um, if the doctor allows students to shadow. Um, if you just provide me their email, I'd love to send them my resume and get to know them, get, uh, get, get in further contact with them. Many of them will be like, unfortunately, our field is not allowed, unfortunately, blah, blah, blah. But there will be some places, like, a couple, like, I think we were, like, 15, 20. It's like, yeah, email your resume. And out of those 20s, three responded or something, and then one stuck through. For example, I would do my orthopedic surgery shadowing. I've called a lot. I was like, hey, i, I done family physician shadowing. I really want to get another shadowing gig. I really enjoy shadowing. So I emailed and called lots of doctors, and then I found this one uh, private practice in my nearby area i emailed them and saying hey i would love to i called them actually i was like hey i'd love to shadow one of your first decisions they're like yeah email our um i forgot what the uh, hr department uh human resources department i did they're like which doctor would you last shadow doctor so uh uh whatever the doctor's name is and i put my resume in and he checked it and after that it was history we shadowed for a couple months it was the best uh one of my best shadowing even though i've only done it twice in virtual but it was really informative shadowing i learned a lot and it gave me a lot of valuable experience i'll carry for the rest of my life and throughout my medical career but it, it took a long time i would say it took me like two months to get that gig but yet again you need you need to put that effort through because again if you're trying to go in the field of medicine it's not only crucial for your application because they want to know you're committed to medicine how can you know if you're committed to medicine without even seeing it for yourself but also it's good to see this experience before going to medical school imagine going thrown into medical school without no prior experience which you probably will but i'm just saying uh theoretically but it's very important that you get these gigs and take that initiative you know other than that uh if you if you have any questions about this just let me know i would love to share like a resources of a draft email regarding shadowing and be like show you guys that right there's no problem against that for me and if you have any questions always shoot us a dm snap uh yeah sorry dm i don't know why i said snapchat um dm email whatever you prefer and we would love to get back to you guys and uh just give us or give your advice so again virtual start shadowing start with that if and then move on to the cold emailing cold calling and push through with it you might feel discouraged after your first like 10 rejections 12 rejections 
But again, that's the process of it. I've been rejected countless times over like 20 uh, to 22 times. And that's the process of it. Rejection should keep you going, not put you back, right? It's uh, your rejections are your kind of your successes. So again, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. In the next episode, we'll be talking about uh, uh, burnout with Amon. So look forward to that. Other than that, I'll see you guys later and have a great day. Bye.